What's up, y'all? What's up? Well, you just saw game one in the NBA Finals. The Denver yes. Nuggets won 104-93. And as we said, this was Masters Podcast. We're going to be live out there every game. So thank you for hanging out with us. Uh, if you're listening later, listen to us later. Get ready to talk about some basketball with some good analysis. So, uh, Zay, we both honestly thought the Heat could potentially steal one in game one. Yeah. Uh, I have my own thoughts on this game, but I'll let you go first because you are more emotionally invested into this game and this series <laughs> than I am. So, uh, sure. let's let you have the floor, man. Yeah, man. Uh, a lot of things to get into overall for the game. Um, obviously, knowing that Denver was going to be a tough, tough, tough matchup at home. They haven't lost the game at home in the playoffs thus far, and they continued that on tonight. Jokic uh, had a monster game. Jamal Murray still shooting the cover off the ball. Uh, the supporting cast as well, uh, Michael Porter Jr., Still uh, didn't have the highest percentage, but was able to make down, make some timely shots, as well as Aaron Gordon being a really, uh, really big boost for them in the first quarter. Bruce Brown came off the bench, scored 10. But, um, and they obviously they took the victory tonight. But overall, I'm not um, by any means like disheartened and disappointed in the Heat because of just how certain things that I picked up on over the course of the game. And as you all saw, that he only attempted two free throws. And that's not because of a lack of foul calls, but it was more so of shot selection and not a lot of action at the basket. Um, so that's a big disparity. The Nuggets had at least 20 free throw attempts. Then when you look at a lot of the shots we were getting, uh, that Miami was getting there were shots that we usually get hit Max Cruz didn't score tonight Caleb Martin who's been our other most consistent scorer scored three points so when I look at this game we lost by 11 at certain points we were down by 18 14 15 we, we fought back got it within 8 9 and Obviously, it was a little bit too late and short, but I think that the next game, there's going to be adjustments. Jimmy Butler wasn't very effective tonight with 13 points, but overall, I am not really disappointed, not really worried either, Um, and we still have that chance to steal one in Denver in game two on Sunday. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, the, the bright thing is Bam Adebayo was really in his bag tonight. Really in his bag. And I, I appreciate that from him. He took his matchup with the utmost seriousness and went out there and matched up with Jokic, gave him buckets. And I like that. I think this this specific team with this matchup really does well for Bam in this case because Jokic is going to have to either step up and he's not exactly quick enough to like stay with Bam. Also, athletically, Bam obviously has a little bit more of a bounce. So I do like this matchup for him. Uh, Jokic does have the length and he's smart, but as we can see tonight, those pocket passes that Bam got getting into his little elbow jumpers and just some face-ups. If he's getting that room and he's knocking it down, he's he's a threat. I like it. So with the combination of us getting the shots that we got tonight and just making shots and Jimmy being aggressive, everybody being aggressive, getting to the line, we will make a difference, a big, big difference in the next game. All right. Not only that, Tyler Hero – does have a chance to come back for game two. Wolves reported that before the game. So if that's true, that, that could be a really good asset and a really good, it can be a really good adjustment for the Heat. Uh, some things that I noticed throughout this game, uh, Zay, 
Jimmy Butler had a worse plus minus mm. on the Heat tonight. When yeah. I think back at it, when they went on those runs, I'm like that main run in the fourth, right? Mm-hmm. High Smith, bro. He yeah. earned some minutes for next game. Like he really did, bro. He played really well. And if I'm the Heat, I would consider sitting out of Caleb Martin or Gabe Vincent. The reason why is because I would rather bring one of them off the bench so they can be more aggressive when they when they're on the floor. Right. Uh so the ball can be in their hands more. Uh when they're playing with Jimmy, Jimmy's the main playmaker. And of course Jimmy's gonna pass the ball. Like he he's selfless. He he really is. But it's different when they can make a shot for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Because they're yeah. good shot creators for themselves, Gabe Vincent and Caleb Martin. So maybe consider bringing one of them off the bench, especially if you have like Kyle Irving came to the game. He pushed the pace. He wanted to increase the pace and get the ball in Jimmy's hands a little bit. Kyle mm-hmm. Irving can play and make a little bit. So Jim can have a little less responsibility on that end. You know? Yeah. There, there are several routes that he can take with this, especially if you have Bam playing like that. Yeah. yeah, that's that's awesome. The only person that didn't really step up or play to the caliber that I know he can play is Jimmy. Can you, can you imagine Jimmy gave you like at least 20? Jimmy gave you 13. 13 points. Mm-hmm. As a superstar in this game, the playoff Jimmy, that is not acceptable, bro. Just to be honest. That's that's not. Uh, and, he, and he went back to the ways of the hesitation again. And not being as aggressive. They pointed out in the broadcast. Uh, passed up two open, like two good looks that you can take. And he started off pretty aggressive in the first quarter. I just wish he kept that going. Like, keep being aggressive. Shots not falling for everybody else. Struce, shots not falling. Robinson, not falling. Just keep being aggressive. Especially got Bam being like that. Bam being the more aggressive one. I just wish Jimmy had some of that. And I say he has scored 30 plus. It'd be great if he does now. Just he could use every point. Especially with Tyler Hero being out. And Kevin Martin not playing up to what we know he can play. You need someone to pick up the slack. And no Mr. Superstar. And Jimmy up. Jimmy just didn't show up tonight. To be honest, he has some good defensive plays, but he has seven assists, which is great, but you need Jimmy to score. So for sure. That's my main thing. Struce 0 for 10. I don't expect Struce to go that route anymore. And like you said, we don't expect like Caleb Martin and Struce and even Robinson to have those shooting nights like they had. Um and considering all this, that he still had a chance. A little chance towards the end, but the Jamal Murray and, and the Yogis and the Yogis connection kind of ruined the chances. You know. So I think the Heat will always they will have a chance in this series. The guys may have a chance to steal a game too. Uh, especially if Tyler Hero is back. It just gives you a little little another wrinkle to add in offense. But overall, when you think about adjustments, he gotta figure out some ways to stop and slow down this Jokic and Murray. So when you think about potential adjustments. I think that he kind of found something towards the end with that zone because they started playing zone with Jokic in the game in the fourth quarter, which is something we didn't think they would do. Because I remember in our pre-show analysis, in our preview, I was like, Joker can dissect that pretty well. And I guess the main adjustment for the Heat is maybe play to Jokic's, like, I won't say it's a weakness, but his tendency to really pass more than score. They pointed out they pointed that out in the broadcast as well. Like, um, really focus on the others mm. and kind of challenge Jokic to like be that scorer. Well, you have the mindset to do that and just bring them different looks. Mm-hmm. You just gotta bring them different looks. Zone here, stunt here, man to man here, double here. Like, that's the only way. To have a chance at this For point, sure. bro. It's, but I was impressed with the Heat overall. Uh, but the fight, uh, y'all could have been, it was looking like a blowout for a second. 
And um, yeah, that's it. Just the main thing. If Jimmy showed up, I say y'all would have had a real chance at the end of the game to win. Yeah. Um, Jimmy obviously has to be that aggressive superstar playoff Jimmy for us to be in this game a little bit more so than we were. And like you said, he didn't have the greatest plus minus. Got to the basket, hesitated a little bit, trying to. Also, I saw with them, they have a obviously they have big bodies on defense with Gordon, with Porter. They have some length, and they were trying to force us baseline to. Uh, I think it was that first half. Jimmy would go baseline, and something that I know he has is that little pull up going right. Obviously, it's a good shot for him, but he was trying to get to the basket or get into there and and try to make plays for our shooters, which is a big thing for us. Our shooters, we kind of sometimes can live and die by, but like you said, Jimmy has to be a little more aggressive, a little little bit selfish in those cases, especially when they kind of like stack up on that baseline, force him to that right side and try to make a play out of it, or he's trying to make a pass out of it. But really, he should be looking a lot of the time to – get to that pull-up or get to that little floater, maybe get to the basket, get to the line, because that's where we get our money at. Um, We failed to do that tonight. But overall, I liked our defensive effort. I think that obviously Jokic and Murray still had great games, but I think for the most part, we can figure that out. I like what, um, like you said, that zone late in the quarter, uh, Haywood Highsmith, I gotta give a shout out to the to the young fella. Yeah. He was really uh really big on both ends of the floor, just being active, being present. Um obviously we it was it was too late, but we gave him some full court presence and I like what he's able to do because he's high energy. He may not be able to stop you every play, but he's long, he's tall, he gives you a different look, and I think if we can get um more of that going forward, it will help with uh, slowing down Murray a lot because Murray still had a great game too. Um, shout out to those guys. They, they're they really good basketball players for sure. And the next one, I'm, I'm happy with like how it ended up even though we went down 18 at one point. I think we were down 21 at one point. We still came back. And that lets me know that A, we have the potential to get these stops. We just have to put ourselves in the right position as far as the other end because that's what we were lacking at. Really, offensively, we didn't have the best game. But really, if you look at the Nuggets, they score like a lot. We held them to 104 points, and they usually get to like 110, 120 a lot of the time. So that's a that's that's a big thing in my opinion. And then too, like you said, holding Jokic down to be more of a scorer if we can eliminate those other guys and make him carry the load and and, and just minimize the impact of, of the, hit, the, the shooters, that makes a big difference. And the final thing, just keeping our foot on the gas. I want I don't expect Bam to come out and have like a 26 and 13 game, like two, three games in a row. But having him being able to Make those little pull-ups and uh, in the gaps and stuff like that. That's really big. But getting to the line, getting our shooters shots that we usually make is going to be key. Um, but yeah, I, I think that we see something in the Nuggets that we can exploit, and their failure to like stay on the the target, I guess, letting us get back in the game. At one point, we were down by eight. And that uh, late in the fourth, I think if they don't put us away, we will put them away. So I'm happy to see that. This is, it's, it, I'm. This is like the first time I've like, uh, you know, you see a, your team lose or, or whatever your your pick lose, and it's like I'm not really worried about them though. Like obviously we want to get the win, but this one I'm like, okay. I'm seeing some things that I feel like we can really like take advantage of. So 
I'm, I'm obviously not happy with the result, but I'm happy with how it played out and what we got to see from it. It's a good first game. Um, really good, and it's going to be an interesting series for sure. I think that this this is a window of what we can expect over the next few games, but a little bit more intense. Okay. Okay. Uh, not losing faith. That's good. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just... Yeah, as long as you guys can have a chance, you'll have a chance. Uh, and question here, this can be another adjustment. Aaron Gordon is feasting early on the smaller yards. There mm-hmm. has to be a change in starting lineup there. Remember I said maybe bringing out Gabe Vincent or Caleb Martin to bring him mm-hmm. off the bench. That give you more scoring opportunities for those players off the bench, right? And instead, yeah. where's Kevin Love at? Where's yeah. Kevin Love uh-huh. at? No, no minutes whatsoever. Y'all play... Yeah. What's dude the game? What's dude name again? Zeller. Yeah, Zeller. <laughs> I played yeah. Zeller over Kevin Love, yeah. man. And Kevin, he was not listed as out or questionable or nothing. He just did. He just got DMP. And yeah. I just want to know what's what's going on there, man. Um, I know he had like a slight injury that he was dealing with, but I know he's he's like healthy now, or at least he's listed as healthy. Um, I think the Boston series. He wasn't able to get on the floor because he was um, a little bit more of a liability as far as defensively. If he's not making shots, then that becomes a problem. So I know that's why in Boston he wasn't playing a lot towards the end of that series. Here tonight, um, I'm not sure why, but I think Spo has a a certain scheme that he's going for. Uh, Obviously... Size matching up with the size makes sense, but I don't know if um, if Kevin can be effective in this type of series. If that makes sense, like he, I, I what I'm trying to say is like the switches. Like, yeah, they can get us with like Gordon getting those mismatches with Gabe Vincent. Like, yeah, of course he's he's six ten. Our guy six two six three. Maybe. So, yeah, that makes sense. But the other problem with if we have Kevin out and he's switching to Jamal Murray, that's not going to work. <laughs> I, I love I, I love what Kevin is able to You're do right. when, he's, when, he's, when he's got it going. But if he's switching and we he gets switched on to Murray or, or Bruce Brown or, you know, these other guards, that can be an issue for us on the perimeter. And then, not only you know are you having Gordon and and Gabe matched up, you have Kevin and Jamal, and there's Jokic. So it's like a lot of playmaking in this situation where I'm like, all right, I got two, I got a smaller defender and and Gabe, and I have a big man who can't really defend the best on the perimeter. But I I think we'll see Kevin like down the line, just not. Not tonight. I, th- I think that's going to be an adjustment for sure. Haywood's going to be essential. I think he was really, he's really like solid because he's like a 6'7", 6'8", type wing who can really like be a big difference. And you can give him some uh, some switches on, on the bigger guys, Jokic and Gordon and Porter. And if we need, we can get, you know, we got fouls we can give. With Zeller stuff like that, so I, I, I think it's, I think we'll see him. It's just kind of hard to get him out on the floor unless he's like really like making an impact on the other end. That you never know if you don't play him. Yeah, it's true. I mean, like, <laughs> if you see, he's not giving hey. you anything offensively. Then, you know, some does amazing passes like, you know, yeah, those amazing break fast break passes like you know, you yeah, some of that. Like, I think yeah. that blow can be an asset. You just gotta try and see. Yeah. Um, and you know Miami goes to the zone to try to hide Duncan Robinson mm-hmm. play a zone again you just need a, a body out there to help get the boards and yeah. to do something to Aaron Gordon because he was feasting I thought it would have yeah. been like that the whole game but he kind of slowed down but uh, I think Spo is a Spo has some schemes and I, I think he's waiting for certain times and I, it may be more to Kevin's like injury that that is like a part of it that I think, but I'm not sure. Uh, I, I know it was some injury he had. 
just can't remember what. Yeah, so that may be part of it, but I I agree with y'all. I would love to have him out there since we have him. Honestly, I'm the type of like, if I was, this is probably why I won't be a coach. I would probably want to utilize like one through ten of my roster a lot of the time just to be able to give different looks and and give guys just the breathers to to at least for a minute or two. Yeah, so I can the finals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it. So, but I, I think Spo's gonna puts together something like pretty clever and, and, and scheme it up. So we'll probably see Kevin at some point. Yeah. I hope I hope so. Because I do like what he uh brings with like getting boards, making threes obviously and, and the outlet passes, getting to Jimmy and the other guys easy buckets. Mm-hmm. So I agree. Um we'll see. Um on the other side Denver to me thinking like I don't really they didn't have a lot of depth besides Bruce Brown and Caleb Brown or hang on Caleb, is Green. it Brown or Brown? Jeff Green yeah they Vanessa Brown Brown that's what it is um yeah. so yeah they're playing like an eight eight man rotation too right now which that's, is that's true it's just it's like you're just just killing the start I mean it's, it's going to be a grind. <laughs> it's yeah, going to be a grind. Just the, 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 mis- the mismatches. Yes. Yeah. That, that's the only way, like we talked about earlier. Trying to force Jokic to more of a score and worry about everybody else not getting theirs. That's one of the main adjustments I can see probably coming from the Heat. As well as, like, Jimmy playing better. Uh, the band can give you something similar they gave you tonight. And everybody else and all the others playing up to their average because they played below average except Gabe Benson gave you what he normally gives you but I'm talking about like Caleb Martin yeah. and Max Drews and Duncan sure. Robinson yeah I'm, I have no no doubt that Jimmy will be better I'm not worried yes. about him That's he's, he's gonna Jimmy, make the adjustment but if y'all have a chance to win the series he has to show up in every game y'all win yeah like this is not gonna work. Thirteen is not gonna work. Yeah, Jimmy's gonna make that. He's gonna make that adjustment for sure. And then the other part of it, um, I, I doubt that Max and and Caleb have the the shooting woes that they had tonight. It's part of it. I think that's their first finals. They're in Denver, and you know they're getting in to the rhythm of things. So. I feel like that'll be better. What up, Jay? Welcome in, man. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like it's gonna be a lot better that next game. Like it, literally, like us losing by eleven tonight is like, I'm I'm pretty for how the game was going early on. Yeah, I'm pretty impressed. So I'm I'm, yeah, it's like the first time I didn't really felt like, all right, we good, like. We're going to make that adjustment. I, I, I can see that. I can see that coming. <laughs> yeah, I, I need Jimmy. He took 14 shots tonight. Yeah. The same amount as uh, Gabe Vincent. I need Jimmy to at least, to at least 20 times. 20 plus at least 20, every night. Yes. 20 plus every night, for sure. That Yeah. We're on the same page there. So, uh, of course, you're, you're thinking that he can steal a game, too. Absolutely. All right. All right. Okay. Uh, he always have a chance, in my opinion. But um, any changes to your prediction? No, okay. whatsoever. He didn't say all day. Gotcha. All right. No changes in mine. I had Nuggets and five. Depending on how tomorrow goes, I may change it, bro. <laughs> uh, not tomorrow, but Sunday. Next, uh, yeah, next game. Yeah. I believe y'all can still. Hey man, do yeah. what you think is best. Yeah, and if Hero comes back, like y'all have some, <laughs> y'all have some like chances here. Yeah, we'll see, man. Um, but yeah, Jokic, Jokic is tough, man. He, that dude is. He still was hitting crazy shots tonight, and honestly, he didn't play his best. I, I mean, like he played good. He. He played an average Jokic game. He still exactly. got a that's what I'm saying. Though. That's what I'm saying. Like we see better Jokic playing, games. Like, that's crazy. You know how you realize how crazy it is. We're saying this man had 
a triple double, but he didn't play his best game. Like he had a triple doubles in his finals debut. Him and Jason Kidd are the only players to do that. And we're saying, oh yeah, he didn't play that good. <laughs> That's why. This is how good he is. I mean, he only shot twelve times. He didn't have to shoot. Like he he knew how to get the rest of the team going. Obviously, with Gordon in the first quarter, mm-hmm. Jamal Murray in the pick and roll, pick and pop, whatever you want to call it, that one-two punch. They're yeah. solid. Um, For sure. If, if Gordon gives the Nuggets that, because that was unexpected to me. Like, if Aaron Gordon gives that the rest of the series, ah, it's hard. That's going to be hard, bro. Hey, we got some We got some uh, people agreeing with you in the chat. Jay says Nuggets in five, unless Vegas best on the heat. We got our sponsor in the building, Trey Stoner. He uh, rocking with Heat and Six. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I will say this, though. Drake hey, we did place a bit. It was like a <laughs> high bit. So you yeah. could have had a Drake curse working <laughs> for you. Like, yeah, that's true. That could work. Yeah. Well. But I don't see, okay. like, if they, I don't typically, to be honest here, I don't see Aaron Gordon have that type of game because we don't see him being, like, consistent like that. Him and Michael Porter, like, but if they can, that's that's gonna be tough. I mean, let me see. I think Porter shot like five or fifteen. He just right. it was just the timing of his shots that I thought yeah, was. He was rushing some of those. But still, like, hey, I'm, it was, it was five I honestly, I honestly do like the Denver team. I just can't like go for them, obviously. But yeah, of course, I look at their roster. I'm like, man, I, I like I like how they're set up. And yeah, Porter shot. He had fourteen and third. 13 he shot 5 of 16 he shot 31% from the field so you think about that like he was he wasn't really efficient it's just that his shots in (laughs) addition to Aaron Gordon shooting 70% getting 16 tonight was a big difference so we can eliminate Gordon from like getting those easy mismatches and hold Murray down, like, and, and <laughs> pin him down, make Jokic be the scorer. I feel like there's a lot of potential there. Yeah. And try to get Jokic in foul trouble somehow. Just keep keep attacking. That's the thing. Like, Just we weren't attacking. aggressive enough going to the basket. Like, we had two free throw attempts. They had 20 free throw attempts. Like, if we get half of their free throw attempts, we, we get a, a chance to score, the t- cover that 10-point gap. You know what I mean? Like there's, yeah. there's so much that I feel like was not really like I'm not even blaming the refs. I'm saying that the shot selection and the shot making. Yo, guess how many free throws y'all had tonight? Two. Exactly from Highsmith. He was the only one, man. Like exactly. On. That's, what, that's what I'm Jimmy saying. Like Jimmy go without going to the line. That, that's crazy. Jimmy gets like twelve on his own a lot of the time, and bam. Bam played well, but it's just like, all right, he didn't get. He did a lot of middies and. Um, yeah, and I'm I'm fine with that because he 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 played the smart shots. He yeah. he took the smart shots all game, so I appreciate it. It's just that we have to be aggressive going to the basket, and get these guys in foul trouble, so we can get Jokic and Porter and these long athletic forwards off the floor, so all we right. can open up things a little bit more. That's all. So. Yeah. It's just kind of like a, a mental adjustment. Like, all right, if you're not making threes or making jump shots, try to get to the free throw line and keep your foot on the gas. If you get blocked, you won't get blocked every single time. And to be fair, a lot of y'all looks are good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they didn't, they just weren't making shots. Max went 0 of 10. I saw, like, on a fast break, he, he you know, got his feet set. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, man. Exactly what you're talking about. You know, it's it's some nights you just don't have it. And it, it just wasn't their night. But overall, like, I'm, that I can live with. I'm not, it's not like, all right, we, we got clamped up and, and we couldn't score. It was just like, we weren't making shots. That's why I'm like, all right, okay. Like, they won't, they won't come out and have an over. Over ten game like that anymore. Yeah, and they won't shoot like they won't just have two attempts. Like we're not just talking about two makes two attempts. They shot two made two the whole game. <laughs> That's crazy. But, uh, yeah, overall yeah. and and yeah, like I'll, we can still 
we can still steal one. If we steal game two, and we go back to Miami, I'm like, all right, cool. I'm I'm good with that. Honestly, I like. I'm always thinking like game two as the road team is like more important anyway. But we've been so good in this playoffs and still in game one every game. I'm like, all right, it's a little bit of a letdown, but it's also like, all right, we got many games to go. So yeah, and shout out to how Denver came out. Everyone's making noise about this rest versus rest. I was one of them. Clearly, yeah, they, they that played, was not a thing. Yeah. They played how they know high they energy. Play. Yes. Yeah. So shout out to them for coming out like that. So, end of the day, you still heating seven. Absolutely. Nuggets in five, probably. Good change. Based on game two goes. But uh, <laughs> we also needed to, like, react to some news that happened, bro. So, like, for example. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Bob Myers. Oh, there's a lot of news to get into. But first of all. Yeah. Bob Myers is officially stepping down as the Warriors. You know, president of basketball operations and GM, man. So. Yeah, uh, that brings to the question a lot of people have been asking, like on Twitter and everywhere. Like, is the Warriors dynasty over at this mm-hmm. point? What do you think? Uh, I certainly can't say that it's over, but it's very uncertain what, where they're about to go because Bob Myers, he brought in. I think he. I don't know. Did he draft Steph and Clay? No, he wasn't there. Then. I don't think he's. I don't know if he drafted them now. I think he drafted Draymond. That's what it was. I think he started like 2011, 12, something like that. Responsible for getting KD there, you know. Responsible for getting KD there. He was there when they went 73 and 9. Yep. Like, yeah, it's it's definitely an end of an era because of what he was able to do as an executive to get that team together, get that organization to what it is. But I don't think they have a, a closing on their, like, Dynasty, unless uh, some drastic, <laughs> well, as Jay said, definitely some uh, <laughs> some changes that are going to be drastic. But I don't think it's the end. I think they still are going to be a very competitive team overall. We'll see. Um, it's interesting because you know at the press conferences after they <laughs> uh, after they lost to the Lakers, uh, they kind of admitted like that punch. Mm. Kind of shifted everything for that for that season. So you got to figure out what you can do with Draymond. Mm. And people are throwing out trade scenarios everywhere for Jordan Poole. Like, yeah. should you trade Jordan Poole? I mean, I could say that this was like a outlier with the punch, maybe. In some cases, you probably just need a whole new change of scenery, bro. Like, at this point, I don't know. But then you figure out what they're gonna do with those. And are you gonna stand Clay or not? It's like a lot of things they yeah. need to consider. It's so, a lot of air, yeah. yeah that's and with the new CBA, last point with this new CBA. <laughs> oh, dude. They're going to be in a load of trouble with cash flow and money, bro. Like, salary cap. Like, it's going to be bad. And I don't know yeah. what the new GM is going to be. He, they're saying that uh, his son could step up. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, or Mike Dunleavy, so... We'll see who they put in that position, but it's going to be uh, it's, it's all task. Boy, well, you you brought up the CBA. I was just reading an article about how it works, uh, some of the new changes. And uh, obviously, we talked about Boston with, with Jalen Max. I mean, Jalen Brown being eligible for a Max, Super right. Max, actually. Yep. And uh, Austin and also Jason Tatum is going to be eligible in like couple years after this current deal so it's like a lot that's going to be uh in in place with this new cba for a lot of teams but boston and golden state specifically are going to be very interesting to see what they do in the next couple seasons well next couple months really right yeah uh but yeah I, i i don't think it's the end of their dynasty per se but it's definitely an end of an era. Uh, we'll see what happens with Draymond because I think that's the next big thing that could be interesting. He's like the he's looking for a new contract for sure, and I'm not sure if he's gonna get what he's looking for money wise from Golden State. That's all I'm gonna say. Same here. That's the next major move. We'll see what they do with Draymond, and then they'll answer our questions. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm so happy for Monty Williams, man. Oh I'm man, so <laughs> dude! When I saw that on Twitter, <laughs> just just in case y'all didn't know, uh, Monty Williams is now the new head coach of the Detroit Pistons. He agreed to a six-year, seventy-two million dollar deal, bro. It could go up to a hundred mil with incentives. It could put him in nine bro, figures if he hits these incentives. Seventy-two bro. million in Detroit. In Detroit. In Detroit, where they, let's be real. Detroit is not making the playoffs anytime soon. Like we but don't, those, but those incentives like include stuff like that, bro. I can, I, I mean, Monty can help lead them to the playoffs, yeah. man. Like, and does a play in count? I mean, I can see him getting the play in. I I look at his time in Phoenix when he took over. They were trash, exactly. and then they, you know, they got to the bubble, and they didn't. Obviously, they were way, you know, down bad enough, but. They made a shift, and then the next year they were a, a, a contender. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Made a made a move, and it was all right. It's their time. They got to the finals, but I think Money is a great coach. I think he'll be good for those young guys for sure. Um, I'm really like, I don't think he should have been fired anyway from Phoenix, but uh, I think that it's a really a good situation for him because it's like, yeah. I think he's gonna like try to get them to be prepared, to be good, to be competitive, and to try to make the playoffs, obviously. But looking like the outside in, like no one's really looking for Detroit to make that type of noise. So if they do, that'll be great. But it's like he has like no pressure. Like look compared to what he just came out of. Like you had KD, Chris Paul, Devin Booker. That right there was like you. I'm not even naming like the other ten people on the team. Those three were like, all right, we got to get to at least the conference finals, and they didn't do that, which is not his fault. But he got let go for that. And now, who's the best player on on the Pistons right now? Ivy, Kate Cunningham, Kate Cunningham. If he's healthy, those guys aren't yeah, like Jaylen superstars Dryer. yet. They're still they're gonna be year two and year three in the league. So. Yeah. 72 yeah, million still team. I think he's in a great situation I'm, I'm yeah. happy for him and the amount of years on this list at this point years on deals don't matter it's, he's yeah. seen coaches <laughs> fired yeah it doesn't matter but we'll see hope they do him right yeah. I will say this though Dwayne Casey was coaching there for the longest time you know bro so. <laughs> you know that oh now that you bring up Casey have you ever heard of that his situation? Like, for those of y'all who don't know, Dwayne Casey won Coach of the Year, and in the same year was fired. Right. Like, how do you win Coach of the Year and get fired? And Money Williams almost was that because he won Coach of the Year uh, last season. It was last season. Okay. I think he won last season, like 2022 season, and now he then the next year he got fired. So it's like. The coaching thing is 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 crazy, but but um, yeah, Detroit should be interesting for him at least. I I think yeah. I think they got to stop juggling coaches like this. This is crazy. Like, there's no job security as a coach. Nah, I, I couldn't do it. I'll be honest. If if, if Spolstra blew a three zero lead, was his job? His job, going. <laughs> his job wouldn't his job wouldn't been on the hot seat. Nah, Spoh's not going to A 3 0 lead. It would have left a, a large stain on our organization, but I don't think they would let nah, Spoh go. Bro, I believe Spoh was the second know. most tenured, longest tenured coach after Pop. You know I what I mean? Know, like, but yo, I believe a lot of y'all have been having his head, bro. Like, I believe y'all. It would have been, been it would have been crazy, but I, I honestly, I, I really don't believe that they would let him go because okay. of that. I, I feel like there's so much um, history and just like the the fit is like perfect. It's, it's like no one else could really be in that position. So that's why I think it wouldn't really affect Spo. It, it would be bad. Like, trust me, I would be, I probably would have to take some time off <laughs> myself. <laughs> I don't even play. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm like, I'm just a fan. I'll be like, all right, this is, this is too much, guys. I can't do it. <laughs> I'm just being honest, but uh, nah, nah. Hey, uh, it's everything worked out though. Y'all in the finals, so it's fine. 
worked but out, shit, man. You know, we like to be dramatic. We like to be the under underdog sometimes. Mm. I guess. But again, shout out to Maya Williams, the highest paid head coach with these incentives. Crazy. It was great. It's really great. Shout uh, out to money. <laughs> the next GM, Scott Perry, stepped down. Another report came out that the Knicks are hoping that MB wants out <laughs> of Philly. Uh, so the Knicks, the New York Knicks. Uh even so, even 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 if MB did want out, you gotta give up something to get him. So I would imagine the Knicks do not give up on Brunson. Nah. I feel like a lot of Knicks fans are one Jane one Randall out there. Maybe. So they'll be Julius Randall. <laughs> maybe <laughs> uh maybe Grimes and uh some picks for Joel and B then I would like that fit. But the thing is, oh I guess I don't know why this report will come out now. They have their new coach now with Nick Nurse. So I'm not sure why this report will come out now. Isn't B actually upset with the hire with how things are going in Philly? Hmm. I don't know. I just wonder why this know. stuff is coming out, man. That's all. That's my only question. But do you think would you like to see Joel and B in the next jersey? I think you already seen the Heat's jersey, right? For sure. <laughs> for sure. I I would like that more, but uh it really just depends because they would have to give up quite a, a bit to get him. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I I think they should be trying to keep Bronson for sure. Randall, I, I think he gone. he didn't he was injured, so I feel like that's that's like his safety net. He had the ankle injuries like dealing with towards the end of the season, into the playoffs. So that he didn't play well body language wise. He still like didn't show good signs. But I don't know if he's safe uh, because of that or not. But I feel like that that could be his excuse. But still, like with him be going to if if that was the case, going to New York, what did they give up and how did they like develop a team around those guys? If they if they are trying to keep Brunson and Randall and get Embiid, mm-hmm. uh, I don't really, I don't really think it would like be a good fit. Just like looking at Brunson needing the ball, Randall kind of really needing the ball, Embiid being a post threat, he needs to you know be able to have the the space to operate. If Randall is trying to post, he's trying to post. You know, they don't really play uh, uh, two back-to-the-back, back-to-the-basket forward and center combo these days. So, I don't know how that would work. I, I really I really couldn't see it. But if it happens, I'll be like, I'll be I'll be curious to, to see how they go. Yeah, we'll see. It's just, it's just talk right now. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, one of the last things to come out recently, too. Uh, L.A. is willing to match up to $100 million for Reeves this offseason. So, as you know, he can he's, up, he's a restricted free agent. That means teams can put in offers. And the L.A. would have a chance to match anything, really. And they put out they put it out there that they're willing to match up to $100 million for Austin Reeves. So... Uh, Austin is hmm. definitely gonna get paid this offseason, man, by somebody. And the Spurs are a dark horse candidate to like kind of get them away from LA. So, like, hmm, I, will, I wouldn't mind if it seeing uh, Austin Reeves and the Spurs jersey with Asumi Victor Wimbayama. Let me, yeah, let me ask you something, Q. How you feel about that? What since the Spurs have the number one pick? In this upcoming draft, oh, that's all good, you, man. Your boy went by Yama. I know you were trying to get him to OKC, but uh, are you anyway, going to be a Spurs uh, fan? We're going to expect to see you in some. Oh no, no, no! I'm OKC man. <laughs> it just said it just didn't work out. I'm proud of how uh, OKC finished this season, the playoffs. Man. Right. I'm proud of too. Shout out to Shaq. We good. We get Chet healthy. Yeah. We'll be fine. We'll see Holmgren, Holmgren versus uh Wimbayama. 
Yeah, that'd be fun. Um, yeah, I, it was just a, it was a dream for me to see. Like, if we could have had home green. I don't know why I'm talking about this now. We could have Chet at power forward, Wimbayama at the center. Oh man, crazy! Yeah, I can't. I got to do that in 2K. That's it. <laughs> for sure, uh, that would be crazy. Um, Austin Reeves getting that hundred million. I like he played his butt off. He for sure. He 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 showed. He's showing that he can be a very, uh, very good player on, on a yeah, successful right. team. I feel like he, yeah, I think he he's worth it. But I think this is the other thing with the Lakers that I'm, I'm laughing about. What? That money that they're trying to throw at Austin Reeves is because they learned from Caruso. That's true. And they they should have kept both of them. Yep. That that money. They're trying to make up for their mistake with 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 Caruso because that's true. He was a an essential piece in 2020 when uh, they they won that championship that year. Mm-hmm. Like he if, was. if he would have been back, like they could, I feel like they would have been a little little bit better equipped to take on um, a lot of the matchups they had this year in the playoffs. But obviously, Austin Reeves is a really good, solid. Um, player and he can he can do a little bit of everything on the offensive end so I'm happy for him I think that he's a, a solid player proved himself and it'll be interesting to see how it goes um, but LA for sure is trying to make up for that <laughs> that mishaps back a couple seasons ago right and the Lakers try to keep Austin Reeves and Rory Hachimura for sure um yeah, and we'll see what they do with LeBron. I don't know. We'll see what he decides to do. Oh, That's yeah. the other factor. I, I, right. I think we both know that he's yeah. going to stay. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't see him he ain't going out fifty million yeah. plus dollars. No. But I mean, they did. The report did come out about him playing with the torn tendon. That's oh yo yeah we didn't talk about that too. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah I forgot all about that too. That's yeah. that you know what? That puts even more pressure on Fewer AD. Yeah. Nah, that puts even more pressure on AD. To me, yeah. that's that's my first reaction. Yeah. My my thought goes AD. LeBron with a torn, whatever. Playing the whole game. But, yeah. And AD didn't show uh, that's that's just more onus on AD to me. Mm. So that that's all that does for me. This old man. I mean, LeBron's not old, but NBA terms, he's old. Like, for sure, out out playing you, out hustling you. It's just, I wish we could redo that whole top seventy five list, bro. It's a it's a tough call. The for White sure. Howard should be on there instead of Anthony Davis. White Howard should be on there. Um, we talked yeah, about I, that in, in a while back. So, like, for sure. But I, I feel more, I feel even more strongly about that now. Absolutely. Um, yeah, AD has to step up, man. Like, we've been saying this for a while. And he's, he played well, like, for the most part. And, and overall in the playoffs, I think he was a lot better this year. It's just like, man, still, it's kind of hard to, I guess, try to compare his body or work ethic to LeBron because LeBron's just like, the epitome spends, of it. I know, yeah. He spends so it's still like body. bro, right. like he's he's still like twenty years in and you're you know, you're you're a bit younger than him. You should be taking some of this load off. It's just I don't know. I don't I don't really know the extent of anyone's injury just that much, but it's just like, man. Yeah. Come on, bro. Um, two more things here. One, Adam Silver said he'll announce John Durant, John Morant's discipline mm-hmm. after the finals, which is I appreciate that. For one, it keeps the story sure. on the players in the finals right now. So that's all I want to yeah. say about that. Um, uh, I don't know what that result's going to be. Um, I know we both were speculating that it could at least be maybe half the season. Uh, the yep. max is like the whole season. Uh, but I don't know. We'll see if that one come out. And lastly, 
I want to get your take on this. So, Jimmy answered some questions before game one <laughs> about an incident that took place like a couple years ago. It was with Marquis Morris, mm. one of the Morris brothers, right? Yeah, I forgot all about that incident, bro. Until they've been playing it everywhere. Yeah, this matchup. So you know what I'm talking about. Jokic, yeah. Boris hit mm-hmm. dude in the back, and Jokic got him back. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy said he wasn't talking to Jokic. I want to know what do you know who he was talking to with that? What did uh he he said he said he wasn't aimed, he wasn't talking to Jokic. He was like Jimmy was like um that person know who I was talking to, but it wasn't about Jokic. Uh, he was going at somebody though. I I'm not sure exactly. Um, Cause like I'm wondering, this person still on the team or what? That's my on the Nuggets side. I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, too. I need somebody I, asking. I don't know. Like, I don't think Jimmy would give an answer anyway. But like, I was just wondering for my personal, like, who is he going at? I I don't know. I have to um, I have to do my research on that. I, I'm not exactly <laughs> sure. I don't know. But, I know there was um, a lot of rumors speculating that they were at the locker room trying to fight and all that, but I don't know. Um, you know, Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy doesn't care who he's going up against, so he'll talk to anybody. But I'm yeah. not. I'll, I'll have to see who was addressing that too, for sure. Yeah, I got to replay that whole video and stuff. See who was trying to talk at, but. Credit both teams for not providing any bulletin board material to either team. They're all just being so complimentary of each other. Like, they're not falling for the bait traps by these reporters. Like, it's, for sure. You, you definitely want to give bulletin board material to either of these teams. So, but with that, the Nuggets are even more heavy favorites to win the series. Uh, we'll see how game two goes on Sunday. Um, yeah. Okay, we got one more thing. What's up? Got to give a shout out to the the great Carmelo Anthony, dude. Yeah, mm. officially announced his retirement a couple mm. days ago. Man, Sorry, um, one of my favorite all time players. He's hanging it up. Um, had a, a great, great career, great run, man. Shout out to Melo. Uh, wish you the best in your retirement, bro. Like. Always been doing big things on and off the court, so just want to acknowledge that before we got off here. Uh, it got <laughs> it got jumbled up in a lot of um, LeBron stuff, LeBron retirement, and that final court, stuff, yeah, finals, playoffs, just a lot. So, yeah. uh, the sorry, Melo, one of the best to ever do it. Shout out to Melo. Yeah, we gonna miss the three point celebrations for sure. Mm-hmm. It's also the retirement of Hoodie Melo as well. Respect to Hoodie uh, Melo. Hey, but we get to see his son. We get to see Kai and Anthony. It's going to be coming yeah, in. Yeah, it's a retirement video, man. It was dope. Uh, also, so, like, this is a good question that came up, man. I wish you could, maybe we could ask Pete or other Knicks fans about this. Like, would you, re- would you retire, like, Melo's Knicks jersey? I know for sure Denver. Oh, wait. Isn't <laughs> Jokic wearing the same? Oh, man. So, what, yep. what are they going to do with that? Jokic is wearing the same so, Melo wore. I think uh, they've asked. I think it was Jeff Green that asked a couple of different players, like, "Do you think they should retire Melo or Jokic?" And he said, "Both," because of what they've both done for the franchise. Like, obviously, Melo made Denver a competitive market, yeah. and for years they, you know, he was arguably from his rookie year to what was that, 2010? His like last last year. Like, he was arguably, like, the most popular player in the league. He has the best numbers, scoring-wise, everything else. And Jokic, on the other hand, obviously, we know he's a two-time MVP. He's been, you know, on a tear, <laughs> setting records. So, it's like, I get it. Um, I think it's fair to retire both or, you know. But I don't know. It's it's it's, it's kind of – it's, it's still early to say for – Has it ever happened? We've seen two numbers. Retire for one player, I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. Like, it's kind of funny. Like, they they let him get that number, but it's just like, well, 
there was there's there's a whole other side to Denver and Melo. It's like how you left and all that stuff too. So that but could be I part think, of it. I think New York, it would be cool because I feel like those were some of the best years we've seen in at least in our time for the Knicks. Like when Melo was there, it was like, all right, they're relevant. Yeah. <laughs> they're relevant. That's true. <laughs> oh, but if you they but the only, this is the only thing, man. He hasn't really accomplished anything. I mean, of course we both know he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. No question. Sure. Especially what he done in the with the Olympics, like it's just like the basketball players, yeah. ever, man. So yeah. like the accolades don't really line up that way. If you're looking at like, all right, does he check the MVP box? No. Nope. Does he check these like certain award boxes? No. But I think that. But the Olympics give him kind of the edge, though. That's my thing. Yeah. Um, for the basketball hall of fame, like they consider some of that stuff too. And of course, he had multiple first team. Wait, they, I don't know how many first teams he had, but multiple all star selections. Multiple all star. He made some NBA teams in his day. Um, he's 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 top seventy five. Some people argue he should have won Rookie of the Year. A lot of people argue that he. <laughs> oh, <Yeah. LeBron. laughs> uh, you know, it's it's. But he Certain it, politics of the game, I feel like, are for marketing purposes. Um, yeah. But hey, all right, uh, Jay, I, I hear you. Jay said, uh, future NBA champion. I, I probably talking about Jokic. That's okay. We'll see. He is. Jokic, to be honest, Jokic has done more for the Nuggets than Melo has, bro. No lie. I, being look at it, looking at it like objectively, we know what Melo's done for the culture, but like, I, I, though, for the Nuggets, yeah, I, I agree with that. Close to three times in a row, um, multiple playoff runs, and they in the finals, first finals, yeah, first yeah. finals in history. I can't, I can't deny that. That's true. I, I, that's true. Like you can't, even, you will have to retire his unless you ask Jokic to change his number. Right. Hmm. Will you do that though? I don't. I don't think so. I don't think. I don't see NBA player change your number for somebody else. Unless but that also player has that, way more status over you. Or some like you have to be a rookie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I don't think Melo would be slighted by it though. Like I, I feel like he knows. Like as a player, like basketball wise, he did what he did in Denver. Um, but I don't think he would like be like, oh, you know, Jokic got his uh, retired, but what about me? I don't, I don't think he would be like slighted by it in, in any means. But Jokic has done more for the Nuggets for sure. Um, that that can't be denied. But you know, I've I have to look at some of the players that have had their jerseys retired for sure. But I, I feel like if anybody does it, New York should. Maybe, and it doesn't have to be like, all right, right away. But I feel like, you know, sometimes they, they wait down the line a little bit and they retire. So, yeah. Melo is top 10 all time scorer. He's at number nine. Yeah. Uh, so, think about NBA that. 75 is. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's, he's NBA 75. So, he's, uh, he's, he's a real one for sure. It's just like certain, like, franchise records and stuff like that it's like all right well he didn't i guess spend enough time in one place to to exactly take that for certain teams certain rosters yeah but still shout out to mellow (laughs) yeah i want to like last discussion on mellow though i'm trying to see like uh Exactly. So it's ten time All Star. He was scoring champ in 2012. Six time All NBA. And he was on the all rookie team and top seventy five player. Considering all these things, like where do you rank Melo now? All time? Is he like top ten? Top fifteen? Top twenty? Of all time? Thirty, yeah, all time. I think that Melo is at, is at least. I'm not gonna be ridiculous. I'm not gonna say top 10, 15, 20. but when you get to the like 25, 35 range, 
I think, I, and that's no slight to him. It's just no, like, all right, not, it's not. You gotta think just, about all since his career is over. You have to think about it now. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think he can. I think he can go anywhere from like that twenty-five to forty range. Like, mm. still, like that's that's high because there are a lot of guys that have come through. But I, I think Melo's up there. When you uh, when I, and every time I like hear about um, from other players, who's the toughest, like matchup was. Like Melo, Melo's name comes up a lot. <laughs> like Paul George, I, I think you probably heard on his podcast. Yeah, like, I did. I did. Yeah. Melo's, I, and I, that made sense. Like he's one of the tougher guys to guard because you're like he's physical. Mm-hmm. But when you look at, that's why I always loved his game. Like he was, he's a big dude. Like he's six eight, six nine, but he can he can handle. He's quick. He has a the craziest second jump I ever like seen at that size. But also he's gonna bang you. He's gonna get physical. And he could just shoot over the top of you. Like his game is just great. So I think that when you consider like his accolades, his scoring ability, yeah, I'll say like anywhere from like that. Like he's in that 30 ish range. Just because he's like he he didn't win a championship. Mm-hmm. One no gold medal. No, no, no. But he's easily easily like his talent is like top thirty for sure. <laughs> Jay said top. 25 to 50. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I mean, that's honestly where you put he's and he's not on the lower end of that. No, like, no, not, not at all. all. Like it's tough. Yeah, like I mean, I I would I would take him in that category, like in that that range for sure. Same. He definitely like if he's if you're talking about the top 75, he's not number 75. Oh So that's true. Yeah, I think everybody's on the same page in Melo. Little, little pack. I, I wish we, I wish we could have gave him like a farewell tour though. For sure, I, I he should have definitely like at least made a roster or got a chance to be on a, a roster this year. Yeah, but hey, it has. Because your last song played for like the Lakers. Yeah. So technically he, retired Lakers. He got, yeah, he got hurt uh, with the Lakers and just never really got back on the court after the. But there are a lot of guys. Him, like I, he could probably still be playing today, and a, a handful of other guys for sure. So, but hey, man, nineteen years is a long time. <laughs> that is long. Wait, is it still, is it really nineteen? He's he was out to leave for a couple of years. I mean, he was. I guess he was like an active player still. Like he wasn't. That's true. On a roster, but like active wise, he was still in the NBA. Gotcha. Free agent. So, that's true. Yeah. Man, shout out to Melo. Definitely give him some flowers, man. For sure. One of my all-time favorite players. Yeah, mine too. Hey, you remember the shoes? He made, some stop. he made a stop in OKC. He did. He was, um, <laughs> looking back on it. I was real hype about the addition at first, but it didn't work out. Yeah, sure. That was, that's when he was like on the tail end of his prime. I don't know if you want to call it prime, but you know. Yeah. And I wonder I mean, if he regrets like going to New York. You know, because hmm. like they, they they reported all the time, like he was the one that was supposed to replace Chris Bosch. I am. Oh yeah, <laughs> and if he did, bro, his career would look totally different right now. We would definitely have him higher if they won. By the way, yeah, yeah, that's so, true. I Who knows? I don't know. I wonder. Things would have been crazy uh, to see those guys, see him with with D Wade and LeBron for sure. Yeah, man, that would be real crazy to see those players on the same team. From the same Bucket. <laughs> buckets, bro. <laughs> oh man, straight buckets. But yeah, um, I think it all. You know, everything happens for a reason. Timing and yep. What he's able to do in New York um, really made them relevant again. Like otherwise, think about it. Like that's that's another thing. Like if you think about the Knicks before that, who was their like big big player? Like they had Stoudemire, but they weren't winning. 
then Melo came, made them like a, a real like playoff team. And before that, it was like Jamal Crawford was getting buckets, but it was like they still were losing. So it was like he kind of made them relevant again. And I feel like that so for the New York Knicks to be the one of the most popular franchises in the and like the biggest market in the world, mm-hmm. for them to be irrelevant and then he made them relevant again, that's that's big for them. Especially like the people of New York. They they still believe like the Knicks are, are they obviously they have their gripes, but it's like the Knicks are still like one of the most popular and most recognized brands ever. That's, that's true. I, I feel like that alone is like, all right, that's significant. To put a, a city like that on the map again, make them relevant, like as a team. Not people, not a lot of people could do that. That's all I'm saying. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Shout out Miller. I think that's all the topics we got. I think that's it, man. Thank y'all for tuning in. We appreciate it. And we will be back for game two. Mm-hmm. Looking for my heat to steal, still a, still a game on the road. We'll see yep. how it goes. Yep, I hope they do too for everybody. Eating seven, eating seven. That's all I have to say. <laughs> we'll see, man. I'm hoping so. Yeah, we'll be right here, right after game two on Sunday. Thank y'all for rocking with us. Thank you for your support. Keep checking out the podcast. Check out the different clips on YouTube. Uh, whenever you listen. So yeah, we really appreciate y'all. For sure. We will see y'all after game two. All right. Peace. Appreciate y'all.